You're listening to Called to Homeschool, episode number 33. This is your manual to becoming the amazing homeschool mom you were called to be. All right, you guys, we are excited to be back today. Yay, yay. This is one of our favorite topics. Yes, we did a little bit about books that we Mm -hmm. love um, several months ago. And people said, please, please, please. More. Give us more. (laughs) Yeah, so we're back with more and lots more. We are. And it's funny, as I look through my bookcase, I have, oh my gosh, I have a book problem. (laughs) And... Like, it's so hard for me to narrow it down. Yeah. I saw this funny meme this morning, and it was a heart uh-huh. and a brain, like, standing next to each other, little cartoony ones. And the heart was trying to go to the stack of new books, and the brain was <laughs> pulling it to the stack of books you already have and haven't finished or read or haven't read. Yeah. And it just made me laugh so hard because I was like, oh, it's so true. You're just always drawn to more and more and more books because you think that you can have them all and read them all too. Oh, I know. And it's so funny. I have one on my nightstand that's like, is my pick at book. Mm-hmm. Like I just pick at it. Mm-hmm. And then I have one that's my tub book that's oh, also yeah. a pick book. And then like in that mix, there's then like, well, I'll just hurry and read this one. And then I'll go back to my pick book. Yeah. So, I've got a lot of that too. Like yeah. ones that I read here and there. <laughs> I usually have like a good nonfiction going and then a good fiction going and yes. a lighter and then a heavier. And just, somebody would be like, oh my gosh, have you read this book? And so you just drop everything and read that one. (laughs) Or my kid will really, really love one. Yeah. And so like connecting with them and reading what they're loving. And so, and they're usually like those kid books you can plow through in a Uh couple days, Mm -hmm. but they like, they're usually super fun. Yeah. They take up my precious book time. Right. I know. I just, I just read one of those. (laughs) I'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. But so today we're going to talk about books for young readers. So this is kind of, what did we say, kindergarten, third, fourth grade, yeah, around that range? because it got tricky because that's a very wide range for it readers. It is a wide range, but kids are varying levels in that range because yes. this is when they're really learning to read, and some of them just pick it up and go with it really early. Some of them take a little longer to get to that point. Yeah. Neither is wrong, neither is better. No. It's just how kids develop and learn. And so we have kind of a wide range of things for this age, but... Um, just lots of good stuff. And some of them will be able to read them sooner than others. So it was interesting as we were preparing for this episode, I wanted to go and look up some other book lists and like a lot of these books will be on all the book lists Mm -hmm. and on the good and the beautiful, they have books that did not make the list. And so I was looking through them and some of these books are on her list of did not make the list. I have a lot of books like that too. And I so think it's I, okay. I was, I, well, that's what I was like, oh no, am I a heathen? And I, am I like feeding my children awful things? But um, so she'll have why she didn't. Mm-hmm. And if they are disrespectful to adults, they won't make the list. Mm-hmm. Um, taking the Lord's name in vain. One of my books on here that I love, I did not realize it took the Lord's name in vain. And I read it and all my children read it. And apparently we didn't even catch it. Uh-huh. So anyway, so some of these, like, it was just interesting as I read it that, so I do try to pick books that have values and fun stuff, but I, my goal is also in this phase is to get them to love reading. Mm-hmm. And so if I have to have a little bit of candy with my books, yes. you know what I mean? Yes. Like I'm sweetening it and I'm okay with that because yeah, it just, it slowly can evolve and mm-hmm. get better and more, um, what's the word, like in depth and character type books, yes. right? Yes, definitely. So I have on my website, 
a, a post about this. It's books for young readers. I can't remember the exact title, but I'll, oh yeah, books for young readers. <laughs> it's right there in front of me. Love it. Um, and it is a huge exhaustive list. And I put this together <clears throat> when my oldest was probably third grade around Who that. Who is a voracious He is. Reader. He reads like you can't even keep up with. It's crazy. And he's always been that way. As soon as he started reading, it's just, it just started and he took off. And so I really had a hard time keeping up with his reading. And I didn't know, you know, what was okay. He was my first and there was just so much. And I just, so I had to, um, darn it. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. We just realized I wasn't recording the video. So sorry to you YouTubers who are just hopping on. Yes. Um, all right. Now we are. We are. <laughs> we got it. But you missed the beginning if you're on YouTube. Sorry about that. I'll add in the audio or something. <laughs> anyway, so I was talking about my son who's a voracious reader and I have this exhaustive list of books in this post of books that are um, age appropriate for these young readers that just read like crazy. Mm -hmm. And so I do have a whole ton of them and I'll put that link for you. And some of those I'll talk about today. And there's more that I've deleted that are not my most favorites, but that are still good for that age range. Yeah. So it's interesting. And I've talked about this before. My oldest did uh, kindergarten in a private school. And when we pulled them out, he couldn't read. Mm -hmm. And so some of these books would have been over his head because we had to start with the basics yeah. and playing games and phonics. But by fourth grade, he was reading the Odyssey and like that did not make my list by the way. No, <laughs> but like he is a crazy, amazing reader, but I learned a lot of skills with him mm -hmm. of how to teach my other children to read. And so the other ones could can pick up these books younger because I gave them that passion. I helped yeah. inspire that passion for reading quicker. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So anyways, that's our kind of our intro with our book list. Yes. Okay. So I think we'll just go kind of back and forth. Sure. Yeah, let's do that. And right. we'll say, we'll tell you the book. I feel like this is like so suspenseful. Like, <laughs> are we going to tell you any books or are we not? Oh, yes. yes. We are. So we're going to tell you a book and why we love it, um, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then we'll just go back and forth. So you want to kick us off? Yeah, sure. So one, this a lot of mine are series books because my kids like series a lot. And yeah. so it's something that they can get into and read for a while. And then we don't have to find anything new for a little while. Sometimes that's really nice. Sometimes it is really nice. And for, and this is one everyone's going to have heard of, but the magic tree house books. And while they're not my most favorite, they're not the most like beautiful books in any shape or form. They've been very good starting points for my young readers and books that they feel confident and they can take off and read and they're learning something in them and they're just fun and light. And I've read a lot of them to my kids, but they've also really read a ton of them themselves. And we have a lot of them and the library has a ton of them. If you yeah. want to buy them all, I'm sure check you can out. even go to a thrift shop and, and buy find them. Um, really loads of too. them. So that's probably going to be on most early reader book lists, but I think that's a really great starting point for a brand new reader to really feel confident. I do like that. That Those books have a little bit of illustrations mm -hmm. around them, they which do. I feel like are really important. And the chapters are really short, which mm -hmm. is also great for starting out. Yes, it, it helps build that confidence from picture book to mm -hmm. that in-between book. Definitely. Okay, my first one, and I just found it this year, and I'm so excited about it. I pronounce it Emil, so I hope I'm saying that right. But it is from the author of Pippi Longstocking, um, Astrid yeah. Lundgren. Lindgren. Lindgren. Lindgren, I think. Okay. I'm not sure if that said right either. Okay, but. so Emil, 
he um, is a totally mischievous boy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is always into trouble, but he's not intending to be in trouble. And it kind of melted my heart because, like, I have a little boy who's just always trying to do something good and it would break. <laughs> like, let me help you. And it spills everywhere. And so Brigham, who's been reading this, he just plowed through three of the books. And when we went on our little road trip, um, the flight there, he he took his two Emil books and he finished both of them. And so I think because he always, like, he was so naughty when he was little, but it wasn't this, like, <laughs> cynical, sinister, like, type of naughty. It was like, how does this work? Oh, I broke an iPad. How does this work? Oh, I dumped it all out, right? <laughs> and it was like, it was comical. It's kind of what my son is. And so I think it's more of curiosity than anything else. But the mother in the book still loves her. Like she finds him so good at the same time. And so like the dad kind of struggles with them, but the mom's always like, Ooh, run dad's home. (laughs) But it's, it's a very lighthearted, like Pippi, um, just that fun, just silly. Sounds great. We haven't read that one yet. So we're going to have to definitely find that one. All right. So the next one I want to talk about is it's a series called the lighthouse family. And the first one is this in the series is called the storm. And these are just the sweetest little books and they're, they're animal <laughs> characters. So it's like a rabbit and a dog, I think is what she is a rabbit I'm trying to remember. But, um, and it's one of them lives, she runs a lighthouse and the other is on a ship that wrecks on the Island where the lighthouse is. And so she has to care for him and help him to get well. And it's just like this sweet little relationship these two friends create. And, and I really like it a lot. It's a, a darling little story that my kids have loved. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, the next one is Call It Courage. Um, this one is from a Polynesian island. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it ever specifies what Polynesian island it's on, <laughs> but uh, it's this boy who's going to go on an adventure, and he builds his own boat, and he goes, has like the perils of the ocean, finding other islands and what he has on there. Um, it has a little bit of pictures in it, he has like hammerhead sharks. He has to dive down to find food. And um, it's really exciting. Now that on the island, there are cannibals. Um, he does not get eaten by them. And it doesn't even talk about them eating it. I think they talk about that they are cannibals. So but my kid didn't know what a cannibal was. <laughs> yeah. And so it didn't like traumatize him or anything like that. But both my boys have read it. Brigham and Josh have read it. Josh actually read it a little bit older and loved it. And Brigham read it for second grade. And I think it was a little bit over his head, but we would, when we would talk about it, he was like, oh, yeah, it was an exciting adventure. Um, he really, like, I read it too. A lot of these books, I all of these books I have read as well. Mm-hmm. And with little kid books, a lot of times I like to pre-read them. Yeah. So if they get lost, if I'm having them read them completely independent, mm-hmm. then I can be like, oh, that's this part. Let me, let me explain that to you. <laughs> so that kind of helps too. Yeah. Okay, so my next favorite is this called My Father's Dragon. And this is another series. I think there's three of them in this series, and they're just so cute. I think the series is called The Dragons of Blue Land, pretty sure. Um, it's by Ruth Styles Gannett. Also not sure if I pronounced that correctly, but she's also the illustrator, I think. And there's cute little illustrations within it, little black and white ones. And this is an older book. And my boys in particular have loved this one. It's so cute. It's about a little boy who um, <coughs> runs away 
to an island to rescue a baby dragon. Oh, and it's all kind of fantasy, but it's just this sweet little story and and great for really young readers. They can read it themselves or you can read it to them and have just an enjoyable time together because yeah. I love them as well. And just, just really cute little story. That's awesome. All right, the next book is actually my husband's favorite book of all time, um, The Little Prince. And when we went to Paris recently, one. he wanted, because it's originally written in French, when we went uh -huh. to Paris recently, he went and bought the French version. Because he, he loves it so much, he speaks French. So it wasn't a waste, but uh, he loves it. That's a little prince that travels. He's on his little planet, and uh, he wants to protect his flower, and he goes from planet to planet and uh, meets very interesting people mm -hmm. until he makes it to Earth. And he's, he's telling the boy about his story, and I just, I, it's a beautiful book. I absolutely good love one. it. I've never seen, I know they've made a movie. Mm -hmm. It was cute. I liked I it. Didn't, I don't have Netflix. So. I liked it, but I always love the books more. I know. I was going to say very rarely mm -hmm. do I ever like the movie better. So Yeah, we enjoyed it though. The Little it's Prince. It's fun to read a book and then watch a movie. Yeah. We do that sometimes as a reward. So we'll do that. Anyway, sorry I interrupted no, you. No, you're good. It's just, it's one of our, I've had all my children read mm -hmm. it. Um, like I said, it's my husband's favorite. So when something my dad's super excited about it, then it's like, yeah. oh yeah, we'll all read it. Yeah. And so, but it's one that everybody's enjoyed. Okay. My next favorite is the frog and toad collection okay. by Arnold Lobel. And he is just a hilarious writer. All of his books just make us giggle. But yeah. this one in particular, if you haven't read it, they are so funny and it's so good for a very early reader. It's, it's, a chapter book, but it's like one of your very first chapter books. And great illustrations. Great illustrations, and it's just hilarious. The stories are funny. <clears throat> they make you giggle the whole time through. Frog and Toad are just these comical characters who argue back and forth about the silliest <laughs> things, and it just makes you laugh, and we love this, and we've read this many, many times in our house. That's cute. All right, this one is actually one of my absolute favorites. Um, is a little princess. Oh yes, that's such so a good one too. When I like when we started homeschooling years ago, I've talked before. I didn't read really growing up, and I really wanted to read classics. So I started with some simple classics for me, and so I read a little princess. And I thought this is the most beautiful <laughs> book I have ever read. Um, I've had both my daughters read it. My sons have not read this one, but my girls, they loved it too. It's and you can actually get that one free on Kindle on Amazon. Oh, yeah. One of the, if you just search free Kindle book, um, then you can get those books downloaded onto a Kindle for free. And uh, I, what's her name? Like Sarah. And she is British, right? Mm -hmm. No, Sarah is the little Sarah, girl. yeah, Sarah. And her family was in India, but then she has to go to a boarding school back mm -hmm. in London. And kind of her trials and that she um, always acts and behaves like a princess, even when like everything is going wrong. Mm -hmm. so I, I love that one. Those, that is a really great story. Okay, so my next recommendation is In Grandma's Attic. This is a little treasure I found that I love. And I read this with my daughter. And well, I read it aloud to my kids, but my daughter really liked it the most. And it is also a series. So I read the first to all my kids and she finished the series on her own. But it's about a little girl who is going through her grandmother's attic. And as they go through different things, her grandma tells her stories about her childhood and it's just this sweet little story of, you know, family connections and learning silly things about her grandma and the naughty things she did as she was a kid and just really, a really treasure. I loved it a lot. That's awesome. All right. This next one was such a fun find. This was one of the books recommended in the Good and Beautiful's Language Arts mm -hmm. program, and it was Lumber Camp Library. 
And it was this cutest little family that lives. So their dad is a, what is that called? He cuts down trees, a lumberjack. Lumberjack. I was like a lumberer, (laughs) a lumberjack. And uh, tragedy hits their family and some of the trials they have to go through. And um, she makes a decision that is malicious and has to kind of own it. Yeah. And find a way to make things right. And it's, I thought it was absolutely beautiful. Brigham and I read that one together during second grade. And I was so excited. I was like, do you want to read more? Do you want to read another chapter? Because <laughs> I wanted to know what happened so bad. But I thought it was an absolutely sweet book. Uh, great for boys and girls. That's great. Thanks. All right. Uh, I'm trying to decide which ones to do next. I've got a big, big list. It is. So I'm picking and choosing here. We were like, kind of going over our notes together. I bought one of the books. Oh, which one did you just buy? Oh, it was the one you just told me about. Oh, that's funny. Mysterious Benedict Society. Oh, so I yes. guess I'll talk about that one. Is that for this age or the older age? Um, it could really work. It's probably more a little older. Okay. So if you have... So maybe I'll save that. Well, it could work either way. For an older, like, third uh, third grade on up. But I'll just tell you about it. Mysterious Benedict Society. It's by Trenton Stewart. And if you've ever read the Escape from Lemoncello's Library, that's another recommended one, probably for a little older too. But it's similar to that where it's, it's like really gifted children that they bring all together. They read a newspaper ad that tells them to come and they have to take these little mind tests. And, and if they pass them, then they get to come and do this secret mission. And it's really fun. And this also is a series, but we haven't read the rest of the series yet. We've only read the first one so far. So I can't tell you more about it, but we loved the first book. That's fun. Okay. The next one was under the Hawthorne tree. Mm -hmm. And Two of my kids were assigned this book for a co-op class, and I like to try to read what they're reading. So it's super small. It is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, it is written about the Irish. I said that wrong. Ireland, Irish. That's what I was combining. The Irish potato famine. Mm-hmm. And this family, so there is death in this book, and uh, like people are dying because they're starving to death. But it's not in this grotesque Right. It's, I, I did. I cried. I totally cried. I think book. I did too when I was reading to my kids. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. Uh-huh. And so it's the Irish famine and the three little kids who are trying to survive all alone. And yeah, it's it is like beautiful. touching. All right. I, I don't know if I've mentioned this in the previous one or not. I can't remember, but these are some of my all time favorites. They're the Thornton Burgess animal stories. And I just, I think I love them so much because they bring back really fond memories of my oldest and reading them with him because he was always really, really into animals and reading. And so this was just the perfect combination for him. But the author is Thornton Burgess and each each story is about a different animal. There's um, Peter Cottontail, Chatterer, the Red Squirrel, Grandfather Frog, oh, Jenny Wren, Jenny Wren, Reddy Fox, Happy Jack, and Danny Meadow Mouse. And so each one tells a little story about that little animal and what his life is like as he interacts with his little world around him and trying to save himself from the dangers that come at him and just cute little animal characters that we love so much. Are there little illustrations in those? There ones? are. Okay, yeah, like they're just adorable. I love them. Okay, so then I have Treasures of the Snow. No, it's so good. This I know this was another co-op recommended uh-huh. book that my kids read. Um, 
And so I love like the women I'm surrounded with. Like I said, Karen just like, oh, this is a book I love. I'm like, oh, I'll hurry and order it. I tease. I have a magic Amazon account. It's <laughs> <laughs> magic. It just, just appears like, at her doorstep. And it appears at my house. I'm like, how did this happen? Oh. And so I'm like, I'll tell you how that happened. <laughs> um, so let's see, Treasures of the Snow is a sweet little girl and they live, and I can't ever remember if it's like Norway or Sweden, but somewhere in that area in Europe. And uh, just kind of a kid who's a bully in town and he makes a bad choice. And so out of like spite and revenge, she gets everybody like, he is the worst and kind of eggs mm-hmm. it on. And uh, kind of that story of forgiveness. And I mean, talk about a book full of virtue and some beautiful yeah. things. Of uh, being able to forgive somebody who has wronged her mm-hmm. and then realizing that she kind of made it worse. Like she did just as bad of things by mm-hmm. like being, being the jerk basically. Yeah. So anyways, my kids loved it. I loved it. Boys, girls, and mamas. It's a definitely a good one. Uh-huh. And then did I start or did you? Should I finish? Uh, <laughs> I've got another one. I've got one. I'll do this one. I I could go on forever. I know. It was, yeah, but it was um, here is another one we love, and I read this aloud to my kids, and every single one of my kids loved it, and we were laughing often through this book. So if you want a fun light one, it's called The Trumpet of the Swan, and it's by E. B. White, who also oh, wrote okay. The Charlotte's Web. So awesome. Charlotte's Web is also on my list, but I'll go with the less known one since everyone's heard of Charlotte's Web. But what this is, it's it's about a swan family. And it's just really funny. It's him and his, his siblings, and he can't figure out how to trumpet like a swan, and he wants to. And, and it's just this fun little story about a swan, and he falls in love and makes his own little swan family. But he's just a really funny character, and you just love reading about him. Oh, that's so cute. We had fun with this one. Okay, so I'll finish us off. Okay. And just... Sorry that we don't aren't going to go on forever. Like no, we would, not forever. Both of our libraries are <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I even was cleaning it out the other day of books that I'm like, this is, like, I don't love Diary of a Lovey Kid. Mm-hmm. And so I totally got rid of it the other day when nobody was home. Because I'm like, we have so many good books that. And There's you know, no sense so- in keeping the garbage. No. And so mm-hmm. I. I've done that too. Looking. I do like pretty much every school year I clean out my bookshelves because I know I'm going to buy a lot more. <laughs> it's a terrible, but I do that exact same thing where I'm like, all right, well, those can go. No one will notice. Plus they're at the library. Hasn't noticed if they want to reread them, they're at the library anyway. Yeah. So yes. Okay. So the last one on my list is definitely on the older of the kindergarten or fourth grade. So definitely that fourth grade-ish level or read aloud to this age. Pollyanna. The book is so much better than the movie. Oh yes. So like, much. But you know the gist of the Pollyanna, like the glad game, like mm-hmm. I'm glad. What is it? It's like I'm glad even though I'm coughing. Yes, like, I don't. You have find the silver lining <laughs> yeah. in what you are. But it's yeah. like I know when people are really struggling with depression and you're in a deep spot, they're like, "Don't Pollyanna me." So like, <laughs> I'm not saying that, but like that. It was fun. We played it in our own family mm-hmm. when our kids were like, "Now your brother's mean," and like, "I'm glad my brother's still alive." <laughs> I'm glad you. You know what I mean? It was just it became silly and fun for us. Yeah. Um, but everyone of my kids that have read it have absolutely loved Pollyanna, and I'm a big fan of Pollyanna. Okay, I'm just gonna sneak in one more because oh. I mentioned it at the beginning and then I didn't say it in my list. Oh, okay. So the one that my son just read and made me read because it was so amazing that he loved it so much. It's called yes. The Wild Robot. 
and it is the cutest little story. It's a it's a newer one, a newer release, and I didn't write down the name of the author. I can put it in the show notes, though. I can't think of it. But it's about this little robot that gets, like, they get their shipwrecks, and a box of robots lands on an island, a deserted island, and he gets turned on. And, or she, I think it's a she. Right. And learns how to survive on an island. The and it's, robot the robot does and becomes friends with the animals and learns how to build fires. And it's the cutest story. And he loved it so much. There's a sequel that we just checked out and he just finished this week called the wild robot escapes. So there's two of them. And he just made me, he's like, this is the best book I've ever read. And it's the cutest. He's eight years old. So he's for, yeah. yeah, for a little boy that loves stuff like that, it was perfect. Okay. So sorry. No. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry. I gave you, I gave you more. <laughs> no. So anyway, those are books. We have an episode and I'm sorry, I don't know which episode number it is off the top of my head where we talk about some of our favorite read alouds. Yeah. The importance of read aloud. Karen's going to get us. I'm going to get you the number but 15. Wanna, okay. Number 15 as the read aloud. And it has some of our favorites for read aloud. Mm -hmm. And so I had to make sure I didn't copy those. Um, I hope books. I didn't duplicate things. I tried not to. Yes. I mean, yeah. Oh, your Karen's list is humongous. That's <gasps> awesome. They're always huge. I don't think I duplicated any. So there. No, it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So if you want ones like that, that are awesome for read alouds, go re-listen to episode 15. And then these ones are great for kindergarten to fourth grade. And then some of them, you just kind of have to decide what age level they're mm -hmm. best for. And sometimes they're great for them to read on their own, but they're just more fun to read as a family too. Oh, I know. Well, we're <laughs> I like to read to them. So. Well, I guess I have this in the next one. So I'll talk about it in the next episode yep. of another book. So. so next one, we'll be talking about tween age, like fifth, fifth through eighth, eighth grade-ish. Yeah. yeah. So stay tuned for that. Yes. And thanks for listening today. We'll see you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Called to Homeschool. Be sure to subscribe and we'd love to hear your comments or questions. You can find all our show notes on calledtohome.com.